Hey, warrior, if you're enjoying everything you're hearing on this podcast, imagine meeting with me every week. Women across the country are joining the Warrior Women Mastermind, a 12-week experience in a small curated group of women hand-selected just for you. Whether you're feeling stuck, afraid to use your voice, not making the money you want, or just feeling uh, meh, come join us. The Warrior Women Mastermind is the boost you need. Connection, accountability, and women you'll love. Schedule your call with me to learn more. The link is in the show notes, or you can go to lizswadick.com. Women aren't born warriors, we become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week I'm interviewing women who through tragedy and triumph are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. Hello, warriors. Did you enjoy that part one conversation with Tracy Litt? Well, guess what? There's a part two. We are going to go even deeper into oneness, separation, saying yes to yourself, all the juicy bits of how Tracy and I have up-leveled our life and what we're looking for in the future. All right. Carrie Murray is back with the Bra Network. Carrie, I heard you have some news for us. Last time you came on and you talk, we talked about the Bra Network. This time you're expanding? What's going on? Huge, exciting news. We're growing. We're getting bigger. We have new members coming in from all over the country. So now we're getting back to having in-person events and they're coming to a city near you. We've got them in Houston, Austin, Boston, Portland, Ventura, Orange County, San Diego. We're coming for you. Oh my God, that's so exciting. So you can live anywhere. I love this. So Carrie, what do you think it is about Bra Network that makes it so special? Well, why don't I ask you? You've been a huge cheerleader for me, a huge champion for the women of this network. What do you like about Bra Network? Oh my gosh, Carrie. Well, if I mean, put me on the spot, why don't you? But I will say that I love the collaborative nature of everything Bra stands for. Whether we're hiring each other, whether we're going to events together, we're referring clients to each other. It's just a good feeling to collaborate and be in this space with some dynamic women. We can learn about money. We can learn about business. We can learn about LinkedIn, but we also can learn about spirituality or we can learn about self-care. So you really have something for everyone. I think it's really one of the best networking groups out there, which is why, you know, I'm your biggest fan. Why? Thank you. (laughs) So everybody needs to join the bra network. Join now because the prices are increasing and it's coming to a city near you. So let's go. Warrior two. Where do they go, Carrie? How do they join? Good question. Bra-network.com and use that code warrior two for 20% off. So a couple things. Number one, willingness. We have to start with willingness, right? So really allowing yourself to just be like, okay, there's something in my body that's resonating, right? We don't resonate in our minds. We resonate in our bodies. There's something in my body that's like, yeah, that that feels true to me. Like, I don't really know how I'm going to get there, but it feels true to me. So having that willingness is the first piece. The second piece is it's true right now. It's real right now. So it's funny about it is we tend to think like, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to work on it. Yeah. And it's like, no, allow yourself to leverage that willingness and just open up to the truth. Open up, just open up to the truth, which the truth is that I'm connected to something bigger. I can exhale a little bit, right? Literally that's it. Like just do it, be there. Right. Right. Now to be there and embody there, that's the journey, Right. 
So get a guide. What does this mean? It either means come into Liz's Limitless Warrior or come and get certified so that you can cert- you can be a practitioner of the work because when we go into the layers of it, we get to go in and look at your belief structure. We need to look at what wounds and trauma you're still holding in your body because it's really challenging to fully like sustain what I just said about oneness when you're sitting on 30 years of trauma stuck in your cells and 40 years of suppressed emotion that God forbid you would ever let yourself feel, right? And you're dysregulated because naturally, if you are suppressed and repressed emotionally, your nervous system is dysregulated because inside you're sitting on like a volcano. It's just like right there, it's just simmering, right? So there is that inner work, which is what our work is. It is what mind magic is. It is what becoming a practitioner is because the cleaner and clearer you are inside, the easier it is to change the way you think, which is directly connected to allowing the truth of your oneness and changing your relationship with your fear and treating yourself like energy. It's part of the journey. It's part of the journey. Yeah. I think it is also important to know it, and you and I both believe in this, but having a community of support while you're in work like this, because you have this part of this separation is literal separation. Like no one understands me. I'm the only one that feels this way. Then you talk to another woman, you're like, oh, you feel that way too? You know, you think you're like the only one. And listen, I hear a lot of crazy things. People are like telling me like, oh my God, this is what I've lived through. And never once have I heard something I haven't heard before. Yes, exactly. There's only so many names. Nobody's so special. Whatever your background is, whatever traumatic experiences you've had, you are never alone. And what's interesting about what you just said is, That's what separation does. So when you are all human, right? When you're all third dimensional, that the principle of lack and separation drives an isolation in your thinking. So if you're feeling separate, right? Because your thoughts are being more generated from your body than they are your mind. We could talk about that in certification. Is to recognize that if you are coming from separation, the thoughts that you're thinking are thoughts of isolation. Like Liz just said, I'm so alone, but nobody else understands. Nobody else has been through this. And then the more you think in isolation, I want you to visualize you're literally taking yourself and putting yourself on an island. And first it was an island that you could see off the coast, you know, of California. And now it's an island that is literally in the middle of the fucking ocean. And you could only see it because you're on an airplane. And now you're literally by yourself. And you created that. This is the kicker part because here comes in personal responsibility. You did that to you. You're looking around. Why am I so separate? Nobody loves me. Nobody cares for me. Nobody listens to me. But when you stop and you go, if I'm going to really love myself, I'm going to take unadulterated ownership and I'm going to take personal responsibility to go, what's happening inside of me that's creating this experience? And now you're tapping into the magic. Yeah. That was a big piece. I think in the beginning of this work, that was a big, big thing for me. Not only that I could choose my thoughts and that my I was not my thoughts. I am not my mind. I'm a being with a mind. But the radical personal responsibility piece, because listen, again, I could tell the story and it would sound really good and everyone would agree. Agree. I'm yes. a victim, Tracy. These people did this to me and everyone could, would agree. They did do it. That did happen. They did do it. What is that going to ultimately do for me? Nothing. 
But when I say I'm taking radical personal responsibility, that did fucking happen. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm not just delusional. But when I say I'm taking radical personal personal responsibility for my life, then I get to choose what my life is versus these people did this to me. And so because they did this, that's my life. When I say those people did do that to me, but it doesn't fucking define me. And it doesn't mean shit about me. Actually, it means something about them probably, but it doesn't mean shit about me. So now I am free to choose what my experience is and how I take that. If I make all of that mean something about me, I'm dead in the water because then I'm not lovable. And then I'm like, I brought that on me. I did that. Like I, that's not the responsibility I'm talking about. I'm talking about the responsibility to say, that's their shit. And yes, they drip their shit on me, like we always say, but yeah. I get to choose what the rest of my life looks like. And it's and it's my story. And so if I want to rewrite that story, that shitty fucking story into a new story of choice and power, that's my that's mine to do. That's my fucking story and my fucking life. That's right. Amen. Because that's what it looks like to respond. That's what it looks like to have agency to consciously choose to say, I'm done with this and I'm not available to be a victim. And something you just touched on is huge in terms of giving your beautiful audience another quick how. As soon as you are making something mean something about you, as soon as you are taking something personally, you're igniting your not enoughness and you're driving your lack in separation. It's like a big thing, right? To really, okay, wait. So anytime I'm making something mean something about me or I'm internalizing, I'm taking it personally, I am driving and affirming whatever not enoughness story I have going on and I'm rooting my lack in separation. Yeah. Right? I'm rooting my, my ego. It's about me. It must be about me so I can feel like shit about myself so I can affirm how unworthy I am so I can continue to spin in that cycle. Nope. No, I've been teaching Coco this and I'm looking at the clock and this is going to be a two-part episode and I'm fucking brought, yay us. I was teaching Coco this. I was, you know, and it, this is hard was when people are in middle school, let's just be oh, real. Middle school is, it's like a Petri dish of fucking doubt, lack, scarcity, and mindfuckery most of the yeah, time. Yeah, I say take all, even all my girls in middle school, take all the middle schoolers, put them in a cage, float them out to the middle of the ocean, bring them back to me in ninth grade. Yeah. Like the three years of insurance. It's just a petri dish cesspool of unworthiness. Like everybody yes. jockeying for this imaginary popularity that nobody has, right? So yeah. she was expressing to me, you know, something about, you know, the way school was going and not, you know, being totally happy with the friendships. And I had to come at her <laughs> as a coach and say, well, you know, this is your experience. And what do you want your experience to be? Now that, now a lot of people were like, you shouldn't say that to her because she's not going to understand it. And you're going to, you know, kind of put it back on her. But I showed her this movie and I don't know if you've seen it because it's a mind magician movie, the Amy Schumer movie. I feel so pretty. Oh yes. Oh yes. So <laughs> that is a mind magician movie there. I have a whole yes. list of mind magician movies. If you would like to add it to your thing, yes. but that movie, she bumps her head. She, she thinks she's fat and ugly and not cute at all. She bumps her head. Nothing has changed. And suddenly, because she bumps her head, she thinks she's a goddamn supermodel. She thinks she is literally Elle McPherson. She's whoever's now. Christy Charlington, those are my people. Like fucking the people, she, gorgeous, right? And so even when people are responding to her negatively, she's like, I know, aren't I fucking amazing? 
at her like, you're here at the front desk. She's like, I know. Would you like a water? Like she can't even take it in because she's so in her oneness. She's so out of separation, lack and scarcity that people are like, uh, oh, and then people start kind of changing towards her because she's so in love with herself and therefore she's in love with you because she's in love with herself. She has so much love to give. So she is giving all this love, right? So I show Coco the movie. And at the end of the movie, she looks at me. She goes, I get it. Mm. I said, what did you get? And she said, I get it. It's about me. It's about how I perceive it. It's about how I'm showing up. I said, yeah. And when I was at Powerhouse this year, she was texting me. You'd be super proud of me. I go, what's happening? She's like, I went into school today and I was just like, I am amazing. And I walked all around. I started talking to new people I'd never talked before. I was going over and I had the best day. Cause of the effect. Creating the effect. experience. Like so you are saying, this work is selfish. Mm-hmm. Think mm-hmm. a fucking again. Amen, sister. If you think this is selfish work, I don't have time for this, Liz. I'm real busy with my job. I got to run a household. I don't have the money. I don't even want to hear it from you. I really don't. Those are bullshit excuses because honestly, what we're talking about is you having a teenager that can walk into fucking middle school and be like, I get to choose my experience. All these motherfuckers can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. I'm going to choose my experience. And I watch my teenagers both changing schools, choosing their experience. And I'm thinking, this is it. This is it. Yeah. Yeah. This is it. This is what you want your kids to be doing. Not yeah. following every rule yes. that you tell them to do. Yes. But being yes. in lived experience and feeling like they have the power of choice, loving themselves enough to say, this is not working for me, or this is really hard for me right now. And how can I, what do I need to change with me? Yes. Yes. So I can have a different experience. You're guiding them. And this is the work that eventually all, you know, my magic will be in schools and it will, the whole world will change, but you're teaching her how to be the source of her own joy, of her own love, of her own peace of her own experience. What you're teaching her is the direct opposite of lack and separation. What you're teaching her is the answer, my love, does not live outside. The answer lives inside of you. So whenever you aren't feeling how you want to feel or experiencing what you want to experience, you take a beat and you go inside. Yeah. And you ask yourself, what do I need to shift in me to have a different experience externally? And you start doing that again and again and again, your existence will change so dramatically and so quickly your head will fucking spin off your body. Yeah. And you know what is the most, one one of the most amazing kind of things that I've learned from doing this work with you is that truly we are not disturbed by what's happening to us. Like you would actually think, oh, you're very upset because your husband's divorcing you because you're, you know mother is, it's the anniversary of your mother's death, whatever it is, right? We think that that is what is upsetting us. That's not what's upsetting us. What's upsetting us is the meaning that we have attached to that. So, because for some people getting a divorce is a joyful fucking experience. They're like, I am liberated. I am free. And other people say, no, this means I'm unworthy. This means I'm not worth anything. Who's going to love me? Yes. Those are two different experiences, but you're choosing that. That is not, you're not upset about the divorce. 
-hmm. you're upset about what you think the divorce means and you're attaching to this shitty fucking thought about yourself and driving yourself insane because you're telling yourself, this means I'm not worthy. Oh, I'm sorry. Is our worthiness negotiable? Is that on the table for discussion? I had no idea. Could I just take my worthiness away? Let me just go sell it in the street on a table. I mean, it's just the funniest thing to me. Now that I now that you know this, when people are like, Liz, I don't feel worthy. I'm like, but no one can take that away from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Literally no one. Literally. Are you attaching your worthiness to something outside of yourself? which then could be taken away. Because if the worthiness is in here in your oneness, then nobody can fucking touch you. Correct. That's what it means to operate from your inherent worth and your wholeness is it literally does not matter what does or doesn't happen outside of you ever. You are whole and appreciative and grateful and leveraging your life force and enjoying right? The fact that you are alive and experiencing it and the meaning making, right? Which is a big component of the work. It's being driven by your program. It's being driven by your subconscious belief structure. It's, you know, you're just using it to affirm. It's like, oh, this means something about me. I can continue to feel like shit. You know, let me nourish that insecurity because that feels really familiar to me. And that's what makes this work so profound because it's identity evolution work. And I really like to point this out because I'm not here for false hits of happiness. I'm not here to lead a revolution on a little quick change. A little it's toxic positivity. Yeah, a little spiritual bypass or just, you know, a little sh- You can go somewhere else for that. I'm interested in sustainable long-term transformation to where I, it, it, you know, I can show you, Liz can show you, you're always evolving. So at this level, this is your identity evolution. Oh, and at this level, this is your identity evolution and you're your own guru. So once we kind of show you the ropes, you got you. And that is so important for our world at large, right? To leave the dependency behind and to allow people to understand, just like you did for Coco, you showed her, here's the way it goes, right? So she will forever now, even if she needs occasional reminder, she will forever go, "Mm -mm -mm." don't look outside, look inside, look inside, look inside. It's no bigger gift to yourself or to the world or to your family or to anything else that you are currently, quote, worried about or you're deeming as a problem. The answer, the answer is you. I love this. Let's talk for a minute about, you know, you are now, let's talk about what you're doing currently. Cool. But also I want to talk about how you're supporting yourself because I think this, it's so funny when we go into these groups and you say, oh my God, I like when I first tried to iterate that program, like one person showed up and I was like, what the hell is going on? And I, you're the first coach I've ever worked with who just like says all the things. Who's like, oh no, like that was a joke. Like, I don't even know what that was. I didn't even want to do that program. I told myself I wanted to do it and I launched it and it was like, whatever girl. I'm like, oh, okay, well shit. Right, it's so nice to be, in community, because when you're in community, you're learning from other people. And so simultaneously, people are shocked when I share things like, well, that didn't fucking work. Or like, I tried to do that. And that that was really like, you know, that did not go well. Or this is the way I used to think. And they're like, not you, Liz. I'm like, yes, me. What the hell are you talking about? But also the importance of I joined your mastermind this year. Listen, I don't just run masterminds. I fucking believing them as a fucking way of life. I joined your mastermind this year because I I realized I need community. I need a place where I can be and say the things and get that support. And so I want to talk about being a leader, 
you know, being somebody who's out there serving this big community and all the work you're doing, and I want to know what you're doing, how you support yourself as well. Like how you give yourself, like coaches have coaches, Tracy. This is like, do we need to tell people the secrets? Coaches have coaches. Yes. Well, also, and yes. So number one secret out of the bag, coaches have coaches. And I am going to say this and I will fucking die on this sword. If you are listening right now and you are a coach and you are not actively investing in yourself, how dare you? That's how deeply I feel about this. Because if you're not investing in yourself, if you are not committed to getting support, to finding your blind spots, to being in community, how can you turn around and want others to do that with you? I don't even understand that at all right? You also deserve the experience of being held. You deserve the experience of being coached. You need, we need it. We need it. At every level, we need it. And I care for myself by, I embody the work, everything I teach and give. I try it on first. I'm never going to be like, you know, try it on. Let me know how it goes. But for me, it's what coach do I need right now? Right? What community do I need right now? But I, you always have to be supported. Always. Community is a requirement for growth. Like it's an active, it's an active, it's not just like, oh, and there's community. Like I need you guys to realize the community is the driver of healing your visibility wounds, of healing the seen and heard stuff, of leaning into vulnerability and becoming a better receiver. Yeah. And also by the way, coaching, it's just you in active community. You see it. It's not because I need to show up every single time. I could not respond to something in one of our communities, but the community solves for it. Right. Yeah. And I was just going to say the higher you go in this, you know, you start making more money. You, you have more clients. Now you are, we're in one business, but now you're going to launch this new thing. The fastest way to hit a wall and to think that all this was bullshit and to try to retreat and fuck your whole shit up, all the shit you've been building is to give yourself no community and no coach. That's the fastest way. I watch it all the time. I'm like, oh my God, what happened? You were there. You were on fire. Oh, well, I just, I, I didn't want to put the money in there. I'm like, you don't want to put the money there. (laughs) Like that's how I would rather starve myself. Like, let's not eat instead. Like, I, I don't even understand how people are doing it. I got to the point where I hit every goal. I wrote that vision. I hit everything twice. Now I've done it. I've written two visions. I've hit every single goal. And my body went, no, we're done now. We've done it. Now it's time to fuck it all up because you have gone too far. This is too far, Liz. This is way more than we thought. And so you're just gonna, we're just gonna shut it down now. We're just gonna and scene. And I thought, oh fuck, what am I gonna do? And when I talked to you, you were like, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> you know, that makes sense because you are so you're on a level you didn't even imagine yourself going on. So now you need that support so that you can grow and safely expand and feel like, oh yes, no, this is part of the process. You hit the wall, your mind tells you this dumb stuff, and then you're like, you're so silly, and then you keep going. But you can't always see that because the mind is so slippery. But when you're in a community and people are reflecting things and yourself back to you, you go, oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, yeah, because that's how loved you are. And this is important for you to hear, like you, meaning the general you. That's how loved you are. 
people want to support you. People want to love you. People want to hold you. People want to root you on. It's just, it's such a foreign concept to so many of our systems and so much of our upbringing, right? So much of our force and do it. And I've got it. And you know, this whole, and I know you subscribe to this too, this whole warp dark side of resilience and the whole movement of women being strong. It really had great intentions, but it really fucked it up. Like it really, we really did. And to really recognize like, wait a minute, no, to be in community, right? As I shared a powerhouse, like women been gathering for, in community for hundreds of years. You want to talk about sacred, what it means to be a woman. Ugh, and like, you know, picturing yourself around a fire at two in the morning, sharing your wisdom and your goddessness and letting yourself be seen and heard and fucking fall apart and snob bubble cry and then laugh yourself so much that there's no sound coming out of your mouth and your stomach hurts and you're like, I can't keep smiling because my face hurts. That's what community does because when you're in community with other women committed to their consciousness, you're already in it with a different level of conscious, of consciousness, of woman, of person, right? Uh, so coaching and community and healing, I'm always working in some capacity in a healing capacity. I do Kundalini yoga, which is not like, let me work on my body power yoga. It's like nervous system based connect to my oneness kind of yoga. I, you know, Farrell does energy healings on me. Oh, beautiful um, Farrell. Farrell and Vaughn. I'm going to put their yeah, and, and I do private Vaughn. And, you know, I'm always tapping into like, what else do I need? I'm doing my nervous system work and I'm spacious, right? The, the higher I go and the more, and this is something I learned, right? Because you don't know things about yourself until you have to experience them. And I learned that the more I want to hold, the more spaciousness I need to hold it. So it needs to become do less, do less, do less, do less, more space, more space, more space, more team, more support, more team, more support. This is another big part. Like this, I get to be the face. I get to be the show pony, right? I was born for that. But this does not happen without everybody on my team, with things that they are doing that allow me, which is another part of the growth, because I had to trust more. Yeah, I have to be willing for them to fuck it up because they do because everybody makes mistakes, right? I yeah. need to I need to embrace fallibility at a whole new level. I need to be even more cool because it's one thing for me to pitch a program on my own and there to be crickets and then like laugh to myself in my own experience and move on. It's another thing to run a big company and have payroll and have responsibility and have delegation and and trust and be like, okay, you guys give it a shot. Right. And then, and then like, you know, the, the wrong text goes out to the email application. Yeah. 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 And this link and the wrong link. Yeah. And it's just like, and, and, you know, it's so interesting. This is such a profound conversation that I've never had out loud because people have reflected back to me. Like I watch you in those moments and I go, wow, that's mastery because I don't become someone else. I don't default to like impatience or frustration. Right. But it's a beaut it's an interesting line to walk, to know that certain things have to happen in order to make the change we're here to make in the world. And at the same time, none of it means anything. Right. So like really track with me or it's like, does, does none of it matter. You hit them, you hit the launch numbers. You don't hit the launch numbers. The emails went out. The emails didn't go out. You thought the ads were running. The ads weren't running yet. So you have this first moment where you're like, okay, CEO, Let's, what are we doing here? How are we handling this? Who's accountable? And then you're like, but it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> nothing, nothing means anything. So, you know, there was some, there was some stuff that went on in the relaunch of my podcast and, and, you know, they were like, oh my God, I'm sorry. I'm like, it's, it's, it's fine. Like it doesn't, it just doesn't matter. It doesn't. You know, 
it doesn't matter. And I think that that's well, that preciousness, right? Like we women business owners get so fucking precious, mm-hmm. right? About like, oh my God, the wrong email went out. Like we're dead. It's like, yeah, and, and but and it's 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 growth progress. I'll never forget the first big launch I ever did, which was Mind Magic version 2018. And my assistant at the time forgot to test this, that the sales page was actually collecting monies. So I did this whole thing and I finished the launch and I'm like, yes, queen. And I nailed it. And everyone's excited and people are going to start to become mind magicians. And I'm getting all these messages. Your link doesn't working. I can't purchase. I don't know if I use this a sign. Like, is this a sign? Yeah. The mind fucker. Oh, it must, but maybe it's just not really for me. Right. Right. And, and in that moment, I remember because the version of me that I am now is not the version of me I was in 2018. And I literally remember my whole body was like, this is the end of the fucking earth. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Losing my shit. Calling my coach. Talking about having a coach. Going, oh my God. What am I going to do? How do I fix this? This is going to, I'm not going to make it. Like losing, losing it, losing it. Right. And then I like look back and I'm like, it's so cute, Trace. That's so cute. You know, like, I love you. It's fine. And, and what was truly fine about that? Because, you know, Universe High is good. Every single person that was enrolling enrolled, they just enrolled an hour later and we had to send them a new link and it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. It's so, (laughs) it's so fun to be an entrepreneur. Uh, Okay. So as we end this amazing two-part series, (laughs) We're going to have a volume of podcasts. Actually, you know what? I'd like you to come back like time and again. We can have other epic conversations. I really do like to have you. And your new podcast, it's The How Within, which I really really like. You know what? We'll do do another podcast about that because I do want to talk to you about how you, why you wanted to reimagine that and all what that really is. So that's another podcast, Tracy. You're going to have to come back. Uh, Uh, But tell me, what is the wisdom... Because I know this how this is because it's the same for me. I'm gonna I'll go first and then I'll tell you mine. Instead of the speed round, I'm gonna just ask you one question. And I'm gonna answer too. What is the wisdom that you have most recently received? And while you are thinking on that for two seconds, although I know you already have the answer, I'm gonna tell you that what came to me was the higher you go, the higher you go. Yeah. Like you are in your fucking oneness. Mm -hmm. When you really believe that you are pure love, that you are loved, that you're worthy of love, that you love yourself, that you're living the most amazing life, that you're, that the fact that you were even born is a fucking miracle. All the things that had to happen, all the ancestors that almost died, but lived. And now you're here. When you lock into that and feel that high, the higher you'll go with everything, your business, your family, your money, every single thing you want, the higher you go, the higher you go. A thousand percent. It's so simply profound. And it is so important because imagine what the world would be like if everyone got out of bed with that perspective through the lens of the odds of me being me is like scientifically now about one in 420 trillion like of Liz being born Liz and Tracy being born Tracy and each one of you. So imagine if you got out of bed, shoulders back, titties out. I'm one in 400 trillion. How you doing? 
exactly. Like in that kind of connection to that and that your soul coming in this lifetime. I love that so much. Mine's, Mine's similar in that, and I smacked it into a powerhouse, be less of you and more of the source from which you come. Be less human and more energy. Be less matter and more wave. That's the the ultimate ticket. That's that's how we get as close to enlightenment as we possibly can, but not really achieve enlightenment unless you're going to go live somewhere where there's no people around you. But to really do that, to really like in any given moment also to recognize like, oh, I'm feeling tight about this shit. If I'm feeling tight about it, I drop back down in my humanness. No big deal. Less of me, more of it. Hold on. What's the truth? My oneness, the higher I go, I higher go. Cool. I'm connected. I'm supported. The universe is my safety net. Can't fuck this up if I tried. None of it means anything. We're all going to die so I can come the fuck down now so I'll, like go that, put, also I'll go put my feet in the grass right yeah like just just on repeat just like just you know tracy lit is a physical form that's all i'll be someone else the next time i come back around right so it's like literally been talking to myself and i'll show you in practical application like going to the gym this morning didn't feel like it so i did not feel like it right but it becomes like using your humanness in the right moments so and like in bed i'm like Talk to myself like Tracy Lit, get up. Tracy Lit, get up. Tracy Lit, get on your bike. Tracy Lit, go to the gym. <laughs> right? That's like how you use your humanness, but be more of the energy that you actually are, and everything just like flows. All right. So thank you, Tracy, for coming today. Thank you for being with me and having this epic two-part conversation. And I can't wait to have you back. And I can't wait to be a totally different person and see you as a totally different person the next time we meet again. I know. It's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. I love you so much. And I'm just in awe. And I'm so grateful to get to be who I get to be in your world. I'm so grateful to you. And thank you for being on this wild ride with me. And I can't wait to see where we go next. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining me today. And remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And if you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star written review. This is the Conversations with Warrior Women podcast with me, Liz Swadek. Remember, every woman has a story. You just need to ask her. Bye.